Hi, and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the 11th place finisher of Nexus Park, SMM, about being chaotic and having fun on the jury. I'm joined today by the 11th place finisher in Alliance Nexus Park, the first member of the jury, SMM. Hi. Hey, Ryan. What's what's good? Uh, talking to you is good. I've been looking forward to this one. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you were one of the more entertaining cast members of the season, and uh, hope, I hope I think... A lot of people will be curious to hear uh, some of your thoughts about what happened. That's pretty vindicating to hear. That's nice. <laughs> um, but I guess the best place to start is, I guess, how you got into orgs, what drew you to Survivor in, in, in the first place. Oh, okay. Um, so, hmm, that's a tough one. Oh, yeah, I got into orgs about three years ago, at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Which is when you know most of us got into orgs. Uh, I had these two friends at school. We were we were all part of like the national history B team at our school. Uh, one of them said, "Hey, SMM, you know, hosting one of these games." It, it wasn't like an org or anything. It was just like a speed. It was like a sequester game. That's how I got into that little like, speed community. I would play with my friends. We would you know strategize on voice chats stuff like that. My friend Aka eventually said. Hey, you know, have you ever heard of Survivor? And I said, nah, that sounds weird as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I played one just so I could outplace him because he got he got 14th out of a 16-person cast. I said, oh, I can definitely beat that. <laughs> I ended up getting <laughs> voted out 12th. So I, I outplaced him. I rejoined uh, <laughs> at second place. And I just, like, kind of started it. I got invited back for the season right after. And then after that, I just, you know, kept playing, had fun. <laughs> That that sounds very much uh, like what I would have expected. <laughs> um, yeah, what what I guess then what caused uh, what led you to end up uh, hosting? So the first work I played was Simviver, and mm-hmm. I kind of just loved it there. A very nice host. I you know didn't know I still don't understand much about Survivor. I didn't understand much about Survivor when I played. You know, it was like the first tribal council my tribe went to of like twelve, and. <laughs> I had to ask people like, "Hey, what's the voting twist? Like, what, what's what's the what's the what's the go here?" And they had to tell me, "No, you just you just vote someone off." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Uh, so once I understood like how Survivor worked, like what are the what's the strategy behind Survivor? Kind of wanted to host my own game, to give uh, others experience that I had in those first two games, because at least in Survivor, there's not many returning opportunities at the beginning. It's just based on the real show, right. so I want. So I got into hosting. Okay. Um, all right. Well, you. Uh, how did you find Alliance? If you can recall, I think. Obviously, you're you know Banjo, Tom, um, and I think on your application you also said Noah was also pestering you to apply to play here. I I don't remember much about Noah. I can't I cannot. But I know season one of my org. I'm not gonna. Uh, I, you know, I'll plug it. Yes, or Yeah, um, go for it. I hosted Banjo. 
who went by Bane that season. Uh, you know, pretty nice to host. Asked a lot of questions. A bit annoying. But you know how it goes. Sure. Ban- Banjo made it all the way to the end. He got cut. But right at the end by his number one, he made the merge. It, it was so sad because he, he actually probably would have won the final immunity challenge. But his mom came into his room <laughs> to say goodnight to him. And he looked away from his computer. It was... And he didn't get the check-in in time. Oh my goodness. So that's how he lost. Uh, and he joined the hosting team the season afterwards. Because that was like... He considered it to be his like real first work experience. Because he got booted so early in Alliance. Right. And whenever we talk about... He 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 preached Alliance like it was godsend. It was, you know, this great org. And, it, you know, I loved it when I played. But that's uh, the future talk, I guess. Mm-hmm. So... Eventually, during that pipeline, you know, I joined the server. I was going to play uh, High Seas because I was a very big pirate fan. Yes. I played uh, Simviver Pro Items, and that just got me hooked on the pirate theme of orgs. I played Pro Items twice. I, I played, like, Simviver Pro Items and then another org that also had Pro Items. That's why I played Pro Items a third time until I realized, like, maybe I should, you know, branch out a bit. <laughs> and eventually, High Seas just did not work out for me schedule wise. So I think I played the season directly after. Yeah. Which is, you know. Theme parks are pretty cool too, I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> All right. No, we. I know we were excited to get your application, um, and excited to get you to play. Uh, you know, we get. I don't know. I, I think the people that I end up most enjoying casting are either people who have watched and like are, are very active which I would say you fall more under this category uh, as opposed to people who are, who I've never heard of before, but are like in real life connected to somebody who's played before. Um, So yeah, no, I was, I was really excited to get you to play. Obviously had, I think by that point I was, you know, familiar with Yesterworks and, and had spectated some of that server. And I don't know what season you were on at the time, but, um no i think it was actually like our worst season (laughs) at the time (laughs) maybe i don't know yeah i remember i remember throwing that app i remember pestering gd something i don't remember that much about it (laughs) something about the mutiny mutiny twist yeah i remember you were really uh i don't know if annoyed is the right word but um hoping to see one happen in high seas um and yeah, no, nobody could find it. It was there though. There was one. Ah. Oh. Yeah. No. It was. It was very similar to what we did in espionage, where one person could choose to do it, um, except there was one on each tribe in the pre-merge portion of the game that neither got found. It's so disappointing. Yeah. Uh, so naturally, you ended up on a season that had no swaps, no, <laughs> no ability to switch tribes in the pre-merge portion whatsoever makes total yeah, that's, sense that's the story of like every single one of the orgs i play these days <laughs> i lose most tribal challenges i lose go to most Ugh. of the tribals in the pre-merge mm. never a swap to save me <sighs> well all right so you are i don't know would you describe yourself as somebody who's pretty familiar with orgs communities and, and the people who play orgs in general i'll say now i have to i think it's a requirement to be like 
knowledgeable host, just knowing who comes from where when you're casting them. So I would say, yeah, I would. Okay. Uh, so the season started on October 1st. Uh, we marooned you all, uh, and you got your first chance to kind of see who you were going to be playing with. Obviously, I'm sure you recognized a couple of people from Alliance's Lounge. Uh, but, yeah, who who do you remember? I don't know. Who did you know going into the season and name recognition or more than that, maybe? Um, I recognized Bird from Yesorik's Lounge. Uh, respecting Jessica in one of the seasons. Um, I recognized Maddie because I played Daughter Viver with him. And I wasn't like... It was a weird twist that season where the there were four starting tribes, um, and then two like there was two and two, they had like the same camp, so I could talk to someone on another tribe from my camp, and he was on the other tribe for me. Okay. It was voted off first. I didn't actually talk to him all that much. Uh, recognized, Brent. I, I didn't. I didn't realize Brendan was the same Brendan I knew until I think sometime into the first cycle. I played an org with Brendan. It was like my first org win. I kind of forgot about it. It was a sequesterish type org. It was kind of fun, and that's it. That's all. That's all I recognized. Okay, not bad. Um, did you have any early first impressions uh, it, during marooning? I know it was a lot of Bird and Darcy talking. <laughs> uh, I'd be lying if I said I remembered much about marooning. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Is that? I think I remember saying some things as well. Mm. A mushroom ice cream rings a bell. <laughs> Which I will stand by that take. They sell it in my area. It's it's great. Mushroom ice cream. Hmm. I, yeah, I do remember that now that you bring it up. Uh, I don't know. Feels weird. Feels weird. Yo, don't, don't knock it until you try it. Right. It's a... <laughs> It's a delicacy. As long as there aren't like chunks of mushroom and it's like a smooth consistency, I think I could handle it. Hopefully, maybe. It was like, it's like chocolate. It's like actually just chocolate ice cream, then like chunks of frozen mushroom in there. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I maybe I'll try it one day. One. Tell day. me how it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so uh, 18 players on the cast, uh, including yourself. And I guess, like, obviously, you know, with, with Banjo, Bane, Tom, uh, you know, praising Alliance or, or, you know, yelling at you to play it, whatever the case may be, you'd spectated before uh, in high seas. Uh, I would say probably compared to the most of the rest of this cast, probably with the exception of maybe of Bird, uh, you probably had the best, and, and I guess Waxler as well, you probably had one of the better ideas of what to expect from a season Thanks. of Alliance. I knew that you guys had area chats. I knew the final immunity challenge was some motion. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what, what I remember now. But yeah. Remember that much. Okay. Remember everything's live. Yep, for the most part. Uh, all right, so you get your first... Um, I guess, command experience, uh, leaving marooning, coming into the park. Uh, you know, I think we, we think we tagged everybody in the marooning channel and there was really no order <laughs> or um, it, everybody just kind of went off willy-nilly and it was kind of confusing, I'm sure. 
if you weren't paying attention very well, which it didn't seem like anybody was. And at the end of it, though, you were sorted into your tribe, and you started out on the Orange Mirth tribe, and uh, you were there with Bramble Cat, Brendan, Chaco Beans, Court, Jimmy, Swahui, Trip, and Waxler. A nice big cast of nine people, or tribe of nine people. Uh, yeah, what was your first kind of vibes on your new on the tribe? How did you feel you fit in? First thoughts on the tribe. Um, I kind of knew. I, I have to look at this for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of knew Bramble Cow would be like a force to be reckoned with. So it's, I think it's like a given on the Murph tribe, and people might not realize this, but I'd not dislike Waxler uh, all that much. <laughs> I think he was a cool guy. Mm, I don't really much remember much about Jimmy and Swahui. Uh, they're kind of just there until we voted them off. Remember, uh, yeah, not really. Uh, loves Court. It was fun. I, I think I do remember her as in someone who play like those people who play every orgs, every yeah. org, and mm-hmm. so I like recognize the name. Didn't know much about her. Chocolate Beans was sweet. Nice. Uh, I don't remember my first impressions of any of them. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. So yeah, you the way the season worked and was set up. Uh, both everybody was in a, an amusement park, Nexus Park, and we split you into two halves of that park. So, um, your tribe had access to Coaster Corner with all the roller coasters, Pleasant Plaza, some of the more laid back sort of stuff adulty section of the park and then the shifty sector which were uh like carnival games and uh food stands and whatnot um and because do you did you know flair at this point for some yeah, reason i, I feel hosted like you did her. okay so flair the voice of flair bot in the shifty sector um obviously uh all right so all right bringing us to the first immunity challenge ferris wheel uh basically a check-in challenge with the restriction of you could only have four people check in at a time and your check-in lasted for an hour and essentially you were riding the ferris wheel um each person could ride a maximum of 10 times and i think there were no other restrictions (laughs) beyond that uh, so you could have up to eight people on this various wheel at a time, four from each tribe, and you could just freely talk to each other uh, in the channel where the Ferris wheel was, and that channel would erase message history, so you couldn't see conversations that had happened previously on it. Um, I'm guessing you've had check-in challenges in the past. Uh, how did this one... How was this one for you? Actually, I don't... I don't think I've ever. Uh, I'm just remember. I don't think I've had a check-in challenge except for Alliance. Really? I'm supposed to have one in the Survivor game I played. Mm-hmm. But I had a physics test the next day, and <laughs> the, my the person who I was there with also had something. They were also busy, and they kept giving us alternatives until one of the, one of the guys we were with was just walked. <laughs> we ended up we ended up not doing the challenge. It was due to mental health reasons, so it was irrelevant mm. from us not doing okay. the challenge, but. Yeah, that so i never actually did one except for alliance so i was pretty excited okay. i was i don't think i was doing too much during that time yeah um 
pretty pretty easy rules, I would say, as far as check-in challenges go. Remember, Bramblecat set up the spreadsheet for us to schedule everything, which is pretty useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Trip was not there. <laughs> Correct. Uh, for the most part, I think Merth did a pretty good job of keeping, you know, doing the team job, making sure we were all accountable, getting on that Ferris wheel. And I know, I remember I wanted to go on the Ferris wheel a few times and try to communicate with the other team, you know, <laughs> some information. I don't think it really happened that much, though, as far as I remember. It was just a like casual conversation or no one talking at all. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it felt mostly like just kind of getting to know people on a fairly surface level, from what I remember. Um, you knocked your shifts out pretty quickly uh, that first night, maybe a little over midnight. Um, and yeah, like you said, everybody except, if you exclude Trip, uh, seven of the eight people on your tribe, other eight people on your tribe got a full 10 out of 10. Uh, so Hui got eight out of 10, which is still reasonable i think he was working during this time uh but yeah trip gets zero and that's that's a hard hard thing to overcome in a challenge like this it did did we win this challenge you did not no oh I, okay well yeah that was tough then um <laughs> yeah, i think it was a given that it was going to be trip uh looking back i, I made some sketch uh sketchy choices here questionable even yeah so uh for anybody who's not familiar with you as a player i suppose or maybe just as a person um uh especially given how you played this season um and what i know of you you come across as as a fairly chaotic individual uh i don't know is that is that something that just kind of happens that you're not trying to do or be or what what is that um, in my last few words it's definitely not something i've been trying to do it just <laughs> it just happens like i guess it's like just with my general survivor strategy it kind of just happens because i don't let just things slide i'm not a utr player i think mm -hmm. you're not going to get anywhere but you could get somewhere i, I i'm not going to test around and find out but, <laughs> Sure. The way I play, it, it comes off as uh, comes off as chaotic for sure. Because in my last work, I was definitely pinned as like the chaotic person. That was also because I got not really blindsided, but I got five three two to the first travel council. But after that, I kind of just like I want to make sure, I like having my word heard. I like pushing my own agenda because I find it hard to get others to push it for me. So I like to get it all out there. And, and at least the next spark, I know I know we're about to get to. And boat throw i don't exactly remember why i did it um i don't know if part of it was because of an idol part of it wanted me to pretty should have you know considered who was actually on the cast who would get you know most of the side eye from this i thought it would create some you know some suspicion of the tribe open up for some information i think getting passed around in the tribe but no everyone just looked at me and it uh right it did not work not not exactly no um <laughs> i'm trying to find uh if you referenced it or mentioned anything about it because you did create a trip parchment uh <laughs> in your confessional 
um, earlier in that evening. And then oh. like 30 minutes later, <laughs> you posted one, the one that had Waxler's name on it. Um, you said, this is most possibly one of the most boring tribes I've ever been on. Uh, okay. <laughs> not not mincing words at all. Uh, I think if this vote gets cast, the Waxler vote, it won't get pinned on me. Why? Waxler better defend my ass. I've probably given him more to work with in terms of an ally than everyone else in the tribe. I also think I've been visibly one of the more annoyed people. I want to see the responses of everyone else in the tribe. How will Waxler respond when he catches a vote coming his way? Who will be the first person to start accusing others? What alliances connect and connections will be exposed on day one? It's not just some BS move to stir up some paranoia. Or maybe it is. I'm on three hours of sleep because of this endurance challenge. I could be sealing my fate right now and no one would know better. <laughs> okay, uh, well... Okay, you put up the receipts. <laughs> this, <laughs> this lines up with how I play in orgs. <laughs> I, I have not gone around throwing stray votes as of recently, but I do like when it's um, I like having some information going into a game, mm -hmm. how people react at a vote. Uh, this kind of ha happened to me at the last tribal. I, my last first tribal I went to, my last org. Um, I pushed someone's name out. Potentially, I should not have pushed. 30 minutes after the tribal started, it all came back to me. In fact, I got a lot of information out of it. My, blind, my ally also got blindsided. Hmm. I got blindsided. Uh, but it, it worked out. <laughs> you, you could argue it worked out here. Yeah, I mean, the, the ability to gain that kind of information is, is super helpful. Um, and I think... You know, we, it's not the first time somebody threw a vote. Uh, it happened in our second season. I don't know, you know, the person who did it that season went on to win. So who's to say how, how big of an impact it had uh, at the end of the day? But um, I don't know. Uh, did you, I don't know if you remember, but do you feel like you got any information out of this? this um, that I shouldn't have done it? Well, oh, no, but I mean, just like, <laughs> That it, you know, you if if you if you threw this vote on Waxler as an attempt to draw information from anybody about anything about relationships about you know whatever the case may be, do you feel like that any of that came out? Any of that information happened? I mean, I don't, oh, I don't think it gave me any like useful information that I could use. I think it just gave me a good read on what the tribe was going to be like for the next coming few tribals. Okay. Um, I don't think it, you know, totally, you know, set me apart to be the next boot. I think mm -hmm. it, it gave, like, it gave the vibe that this tribe was going to try and stick together, that we were going to try and move on forward. I remember mm -hmm. this tribe. Oh, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to get the words out. Um, sorry, I had, I had like a brain fart in the middle of that. <laughs> That's alright. I gave off the vibe that this Murph tribe. I totally lost what I was going to say. All right. This is awkward now. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, I I think I think that's a good point. Like, I don't know that. I guess I think if, it was like, it was foreboding. If, that, if anything, it was like, all right. It kind of the reactions. I, I remember the reactions I got after that. It was kind of. It wasn't like oh SMM did you do this? Oh SMM. 
was it did you cast that vote oh my god why would you do that it was more so like they kind of like okay that happened let's move on and waxer became you know a little bit but he kind of moved away from me which is fair and i voted him but yeah i think it set the tone for the tribe in terms of how the strategy was going to go on moving forward okay like it, it made it clear that i couldn't be doing that kind of stuff right right uh no that that makes sense um so yeah, uh, everybody else votes for Trip. Trip does not show up to vote, which further kind of makes it easier to understand that it would have should have made it easier for uh, a stray vote to be effective or at least something you could pin on somebody else. Um, but I don't think that's what happened. Uh, so Trip gone. You have your infamous um, voted best DM of the season, <laughs> SMM Trip Channel. Uh, that's comedy gold. Comedy gold. It's fantastic. Um, I don't think Trip sent a single message <laughs> after he was sorted onto his tribe. Uh, so, no, it's valid. It's fair. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, you mentioned this being a lot of the stuff we do live uh, that includes tribal council. Um, you got your first experience being in a tribal council as a player. So, uh, yeah, how, do, how did you feel getting live questions, live answers and things like that? I, I love it. I love answering those kind of questions at tribal council because I think it says a lot about a person. Um, it's just a lot about a person on how they answer those questions, knowing that there's other people watching them. A lot of, people, a lot of things people do in orgs is that they go answer it in the most, in the most like non-controversial way, putting out like, the least amount of information, making a general take that anyone could say about the game ever. So when I, when I answer those questions, I don't know if I did it in Nexus Spark, but I try to. Is be honest. I try to answer the question how I would if it were asked in my con. Without, you know, completely just, like, shooting myself in the foot. But, mm-hmm. you no. Know, there's yeah. some, like, some information people would, like, actually like to hear. Just <laughs> the fun part about uh, Alliance. That was a good part. Well, good. Good. Uh, all right. So, you, you, you dumped the dead weight in Trip. Uh, hopefully, that helps you win the next challenge, which was Space Cadet. Uh, for this one, we asked you to sort, uh, your tribe from one to eight. And I know Euphoria just put themselves alphabetically. And I believe I looked through and Mirth did it just by like picking your favorite numbers and things like that. Uh, you ended up getting number two. Oh, nice. Um, and that matched you up with Darcy. The beginnings of the SMM Darcy relationship. Uh, was this was this the one where people thought I was gaslighting her? Uh, I don't know. Maybe um, this oh, was maybe. this. So this was the one where the challenge itself was uh, every like couple of minutes there would be a new prompt and you'd have to respond to it first. And oh, yeah. the scoring metric was it didn't matter if you beat the person you were playing against. It just mattered how many points you scored. And you, the two of you kind of decided early into the challenge that you would try to balance things out between the two of you. 
um, somewhat. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Going so far as you were even providing Darcy with answers <laughs> when it wasn't working for her. Um, and then after the challenge where uh, you both were, I think, let's see, you scored 10 points to Darcy's 12. Um, it's just a lot of, you know, your sort of signature way of talking to people. <laughs> I don't know how else <laughs> to put it. Where it's like every other message you send is like intending to be, is just a joke with perhaps more subtext to it than that. Like, <laughs> wait, Let me open up this channel. I need, I remember, I remember the general gist, but damn, wait, like, where is it? Uh, right after it ended, um, you said, damn, now I can only talk to the person who ruined my chances at immunity. <laughs> a lot of like guilt tripping sentiments going on is what I remember. <laughs> I'm going to skim through it real quick if that's okay. Yeah, of course. How many, the terrible toddlers. Oh yeah, I remember even, even though I threw that straight vote against Waxler, I still... Was backing him and Bramble up as people that Darcy could work with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, she she tells you about the neural link that Bramble's got with really no <laughs> took almost nothing to get her to spill those <laughs> that secret. <laughs> Which was fun. Uh, yeah, I think I remember at the beginning of the challenge, I just pitched it to her since you know mutual beneficy. Mm -hmm. So. But yeah, it just it just benefited but both benefited both of us if we both got points. It wouldn't look, you know, if it was close, it wouldn't look that bad. Right. If we were to lose, or if if, we're, if one of us were to lose, um, a style of talking. Yeah, I think I still do this in orgs. Just like <laughs> I'm talking to someone. I don't know if I'd go to the extent of calling it gaslighting. I just think <laughs> I I wouldn't either. To be fair, it's it's, it's certain. In, I I I'm still scoring past the challenge so many messages in here this is not good yeah this one and the bird uh waxler channel were the two biggest of this challenge Mer yeah i remember yeah i remember throwing a ton of my tribe mates under the bus i was just like not vibing here i think when someone tells me they want to be tribe strong like i remember some i remember talking to someone or a few people who were like let's you know let's work together let's stay together to do the game that kind of like irks me a little bit I'm never the person who would benefit from that. I'm always, you know, a little bit, you know, uh, I don't know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to stick with you guys for the first vote. That's crazy. <laughs> but um, tribe strength is something that only benefits me. <laughs> and I'm not even sure when it benefits me. Yeah, and it I keep referencing my last org. But remember, I threw that the person's name. That was someone who wanted to stay tribe strong. Once we got blindsided, I, my my perspective just totally changed. I was like, "Hell yeah, guys! Tribe strong. We're gonna win out these challenges and make it emerge. Just pagong the other tribe. We are gonna win this." <laughs> and yeah, so when I was talking to Darcy, I think I was really just looking for a way out. Because hmm. I mean, it's tough to you can't just tell somebody no when they say we're gonna be tribe strong, like. No, you can't. <laughs> It doesn't really work. <laughs> That's the hard part. Um, last org, someone told me they wanted to say tribe strong, and I should have was just like, dude, you're screwing us both over if you want to say tribe strong. 
<laughs> I think I said that. The, and yeah, it, that mean that person ended up not staying tribe strong, which was cool. So, nice. tribe strong works sometimes. For me, it never usually works. <laughs> I, I'm not not a big fan. So when I was throwing people under the bus to Darcy, I was like, "Yeah, and you know what? I'm just no, just no. I'm not here. I'm not trying to stay tribe strong. I'm, I'm an option." Yeah. I mean, it was fun. Well, we see how uh, this this season panned out for that group of people. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty well. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, so one of the things that this we did this season uh, that uh, I think uh, people figured out pretty early on in the viewers lounge just because they could see everything and get the whole picture. And I think people within the game, the players took a little longer to kind of figure out that it was going on was we gave you a lot of opportunities to talk to the people in the other tribe, either in a group setting like the Ferris wheel or one-on-one -on -one, like here during this challenge. Cause I think you were locked out of your DMS with your actual tribe mates while this was going on. Um, and it was, as I mentioned, like your channel and then the bird waxler channel were the only ones in this challenge that really made any use of that, um, benefit, I suppose. Um, and I noticed like, that postseason. That was like really cool. Uh, I, I'm sure it was intentional. Intentional twist of the season. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, intentional or not, on your side in this case, like, here you go. You've got a bond with Darcy now. Boom. Uh, you know, the both of you were like talking about, you know, how you can use that as a, at a swap and and this that and the other thing. Uh, which, had there been one, probably would have helped a lot. <laughs> um, I just found the comment where I said, damn, I can only talk to the person who removed my chances at immunity. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. What if I get 17th place? That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't a different... <laughs> I was a different person. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> I don't think I'd ever be that <laughs> bold in the game. But what if I get 17th place because of you? <laughs> this is bad <laughs> it's okay yeah it's it's funny because it's you know i think you i don't know if it was either it was you just kind of shooting your shit or you picked up on like the type of person that darcy is but i think that's the only person on the cast that you could have like really been like that with and actually made it a positive thing <laughs> maybe i got lucky yeah <laughs> no, maybe I don't think it would have done that with like Waxter or something. I mean, mm. no, I think I would have done it with that Waxter just because it would have been funny to see his reaction. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, I imagine it would. It, I feel like it would be similar to um, Banjo's experiences with Hirsch in uh, Academy, where he would run into his c confessional to complain about the like ten messages, the fifteen paragraphs he sent Hirsch to get a response back with okay <laughs> oh man um Hirsch knows what they're doing <laughs> yeah that's i would say that would be the same i'm here to play a game not <laughs> write essays yeah uh all right so uh darcy beat you by two points i think you got like beat most me. of the answers yeah quote unquote beat you um doesn't really affect anything uh I mean, I guess it does, right? Like, you provided a lot of the answers for her. There were even answers I think you uh, didn't answer just to avoid getting too many points that she couldn't keep up with you. Um, 
so I, I don't know how, you know, you, Mirth's going to end up losing this by 32 points. Oh, I, wait, what? This so whole, we won this one. No, you lost this one. My tribe was so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, I think there's a real chance that you could have, had you, like, put effort into this challenge to win it, or at least to do well at it, I think you could have uh, swung that in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Maybe. As it was, uh, you got 10 points. You beat three other people on your tribe. Uh, Brendan oh, got nine. Oh. Court got seven. And Sohui got zero, which will kind of inform where this vote goes. Uh because the next vote is a unanimous Wahui vote. Yeah, I think. Wait one second. My headphones are about to die. Um, all right, I'm back. So, I think that same mindset I had, where once you fuck up, you kind of just gotta go with the flow. I think I preached challenge strength at that point. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're all looking at this guy, right? Like, come on, zero points. Was he even trying? Um, <laughs> I think you can't really get zero points and justify staying in the game. I think wasn't so he going through something. I think he was working a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, he had a lot of IRL stuff that I think was hampering his schedule. Um, yeah, yeah, just kept kept. Uh, I know he 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 was in his confessional, you know, apologizing to us for not being able to be as present as he wanted to. Um, but uh, he was when he was when he was active. He was he was fun. He was there. Um, he just wasn't able to be active as much as he he probably wanted to be. Yeah, I'm sure they were cool. I don't remember much about him. Yeah. Uh, so, Spavi is out. Um, I wanted to ask you. So, uh, you ho- as a host and then someone who's played a bunch. Um, you, we we don't often get a lot of like parchment. Uh, grandstanding i guess i would i'll say it like that um in alliance uh and i think in this season it it happens every once in a while but the the dynamic here at this vote um between spavi and court was really interesting uh because you know court like you kind of mentioned somebody who plays a ton of orgs she'd had a lot of success uh in in a lot of the orgs she's played in the past um and you know when you have that kind of a reputation you know even coming into a community that largely doesn't know who you are um you kn- the last thing i imagine you want <laughs> is somebody in the game like praising you and like worshiping at your feet the way that spavi does during this tribal council to court uh, from, at times um I don't know if you remember that dynamic when it happened. Um, I'm gonna scroll through real quick. I remember Sweet being like, you know, it's like, you know, it's my fault, guys. You know, I could just, like, hope you guys make it far. I don't remember anything between Suhui for it specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm seeing it now. You know, I, I completely forgot about that. If anything, that helped me. Yeah. All right. Uh. What was the question? Well, I guess my... I don't know if I had I got to it yet, but I guess my question is, like, when you see... You know, we all, you, you'll often see somebody kind of get voted out and 
casually toss out a, something like, you know, oh, so-and-so's running this game, you know, blah, 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 blah. But this was like that to like a different, on a different level in my, from what I'm, where I'm sitting anyway. Um, I don't know, like, what do you, when somebody's like making these sort of grand statements about another player that you're with, that's still going to be in the game, like, how do you react to that? What do you make of that? Is it, you know, I don't know. I mean, I just don't remember what my mind was like in the moment. Harden was probably annoyed that they had that such close of a bond going into the season when I obviously did not have that kind of bond with other people. Uh, obviously, it didn't affect much, you know. Got it out, but uh, the part is for voting this person out. They're obviously super close to this other person. That probably puts the, like pressure on that person who's still in the game. Like pressure as in okay, maybe they're not as intubated as they should be. And then, you know, we're still eight people. And I don't know, I'm not really sure where I'm going with this, but they couldn't protect their friend. Right. And I don't remember if that had any impact on how my mindset changed at the vote, but that was probably something I picked up on the court. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, uh, Spivy goes out. You're down to seven people. You're two people down to Euphoria. <clears throat> and that brings us to Carnival Games. Uh, same sort of setup as the Space Cadet, except instead of everybody doing the exact same challenge, uh, you all had to pick different ones to do. And we gave you very vague, uh, potentially misleading <laughs> descriptions for what you would be asked for. Um, you ended up participating in the athletic challenge against Ney, uh, which was rimmed out. Um, yeah, no, I remember this. Uh, SMM lol. It's like, mmm, the Campbell's soup. Yeah, no, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw this. I was like, okay, well, this is not going to be like Darcy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um yeah so and you had had like your own i don't know you you had this personal vendetta against nay from like the beginning of the season about her about me saying that she was like always loyal tribe strong type of character which as we know now not your cup of tea um, no <laughs> i just think that's a weird thing to have in your about me like what are you trying to what are you trying to say like just go into the game and film yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on this other tribe seeing you're going to say you're, you're down in numbers. I see that you're going to be tribe strong and loyal. <laughs> no, I'm not going to like that. No, no, that's that's fair. Um, so what you had to do, we were trying to mimic. Um... Oh, wait, I see it now. <laughs> Every single org, I'm the challenge pop. But here we win these. We don't lose to some middle aged org player named Nay. Who values honesty and loyalty in this game? <laughs> Man, we win just, these. Let's was... go. Let's go. <laughs> A very one-sided <laughs> uh, vendetta the, during this season. Since you were never even on the same tribe together. Should <laughs> <laughs> beef with everyone, I guess. Yep. Um, so we did something in in Summit. Uh, where we had our players um, 
basically do this challenge of it was it was a smaller part of a bigger challenge where you had to call up the bot and the bot would post a series of you know strings of characters sometimes words sometimes gibberish and you just have to type what the bot said uh, before it posted its next message which was like one second later or so um and that's what you had to do here uh it starts i think it starts out with like a two or three second gap between words and then it slowly gets faster and also stops being real words <laughs> you're just typing in letters in a string um i don't know are you do you feel like you're a fast typer does this feel like something that you would look at the rules for and think like now nah, i got this i don't remember how much i was on my phone back then i feel like compared to the average age of the cast i was gonna probably for me you know better than usual with typing Mm-hmm. I don't think I banked on it or anything. Compared to Nay, I was like pretty confident. I can't. I can't even lie. So, understand. Yeah, I think I had a. I, think I had a good. I, I'm looking at how I did. I didn't do that bad. No, you did pretty good. Um, I don't. I, I don't remember how many points were the max. I think it was like sixty. Um, but like when they're going one second at a time, like it's so difficult. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, the very last one was like nine letters instead of four. And you called foul on it. Uh, <laughs> interference, red card, I was hit. <laughs> oh, boy. Try my, um, guess, try my best to get any point I can. <laughs> uh, you ended up with 33 points to Nay's 16. Um, I think you were the last pair to go uh, in this challenge. So... At that point, we knew that the other six matchups had split evenly three to three. So it all rested on your shoulders for immunity, and you pulled it off. Good job. Yes. First immunity oh, win of the season. Something of a challenge piece of myself. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, Bramble, uh, Choco Beans, and Jimmy won your respective matchups, and Mirth wins four to three gets their first immunity, gets to send you for you to tribal council for the first time. Love to see it. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we're like 10, 8, 9, 10 days, something like that, into the season at this point. Um, I don't know, do you... There's going to end up being this kind of tight three of Choco Beans, Bramble, and Waxler. Uh, when I talked to Bramble, she, or they, mentioned that... Um, even throughout the entire game while you were in it, that they had felt like, yeah, you maybe might not have been like part of that close knit group, but that you, they felt very, they felt particularly close to you. Is that, I don't know. How did you kind of see this? Can you repeat the group? Uh, Bramble, Choco Beans and Waxler. No, I completely agree with you. I remember I was, I think I remember feeling kind of grateful that I was even considered like, I mean, I knew they were running the tribe. Like that's they were gonna stick together. I was gonna stick with them. But then you have everyone else who's not in that group. Who, at that point, I wanted to win, win out and just have both of those worlds. Like I'd have Bramble, Chaco, Waxler, and then I think specifically in mind, I had Court and Brandon. I also mm-hmm. wanted to see like you know keep safe for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I remember, I remember making Court feel so unsafe. <laughs> Uh, I remember making her think that I was <laughs> yes. right there with her, like, cause, and I don't even, that wasn't even me lying. I 100% thought it was me in court, and then, like, on the bottom, but I had, like, 
this gap I, I had this buffer and she was my buffer but she didn't know she was my buffer so <laughs> right it, it was nice to have that and then I, I knew that would be incredibly useful going to a merge um and i love bramble choco and wax there but it's hard to stick with a group with knowing that you're not as valued i think if uh, i remember doing that way specifically when they started having i think they, they started having group uh group talks in the area chat I wasn't exactly invited, so I came on my own. I'm like, "Hey, we're having a we're having an alliance talk right now." <laughs> so something like that. Yeah. And yeah. Mm. I was, but yeah, I knew they were. I knew that you can't. I can't just like push them aside. Like, I I need to stick with them. Right. Um. Yeah. No. That's. It's it's a tricky spot to be in. Um. Euphoria goes. They vote out Lord Shamrock. Uh, and we're down to 15 people. Uh, perfect time to do a three to three tribes of five swap, right? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was was I considering that as an option? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I know you, you. I'm sure you were probably considering a swap at any point at this by this time of the game. I'm praying for one. Um. So uh, we get to the next challenge. It's the infamous roller coaster. All right, sir. Uh, <laughs> so the the roller coaster was broken up into chunks uh, intended to mimic an actual roller oh, coaster. Oh, and okay. yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so. Uh, we were timing you to do the entire thing as a group of seven at this point. Um, and I said, I posted the first segment, which was the lift hill, where you were tasked to count to 500 by ones, and the same person couldn't count consecutively. And if you made a mistake, you had to subtract 100 from your last good number and restart from there. So if you got to 400, you'd start over 300, whatever. And the last thing I said was, your time officially starts when someone sends the number one as the first message. Uh, I timed it. I timed the <laughs> how long it took between that message and your message. The first message posted after the rules were sent. It was like eight seconds. Um, I don't know, man. You, do you have something against <laughs> rules? <laughs> or like planning? I can't, I can't even... Or what? can't even like pretend to think i just did some cool move or something nah <laughs> i just i just didn't read that or i misread it maybe probably possibly it seems to be a very common thing that happens to me in orgs where i just misread a specific part of the rules and it ends up me fucking up we, we recovered pretty well here i think uh maybe i recovered pretty well you you did fine you did fine uh your tribe really struggled with this er early counting portion um i posted the rules at 10 32 and uh you were still let's see it took over like oh eh, damn it took a lot of time you made a let's see there's a mistake there reset back to like 200 finally finished at 11 11 so that's 40 minutes uh to count to 500 alternating um it's kind of a long time i don't know obviously not 
the end of the world like you still at that point in the time in time i think you still had a chance to like win but uh definitely put you in a bad spot <laughs> which i don't know how much of that is because you jumped the gun um or just how much of it is people being bad at counting <laughs> but um yeah i don't know <laughs> did you uh, I don't know, did you feel concerned after like or was there a point where you realized that like you'd made the mistake or any even not necessarily a mistake but just like hadn't waited for for the rest of the group or anything i don't remember when it hit but when it did hit i was like oh god this is not good for me <laughs> i might have just single-handedly lost the challenge and that's when i started praying for someone else to fuck up more than i did and i think that that is what happened yes um we don't have to go through all the different segments of this challenge but when we get uh there's like a steep drop there's a break zone with some math uh but then we get to the helix portion which was you had to pick three people to join a voice channel and one i'd give one of them a sentence they'd have to say the sentence on the voice channel and the other two people would have to repeat the sentence that they couldn't see uh, and then once that happened, I did it with again with a different sentence to a second person, and then I did it with a third sentence to the third person. Uh, and here is where uh, the Brendan of it all uh, comes into play. Uh, he was drinking a little bit this evening. Um, you didn't start, like you said, we, you started at like 1030. Um, it's already like, it's going to be past midnight by the time this challenge ends for you guys. Um, and he had a lot of trouble <laughs> with the sentences. I think you even had to like swap him out for somebody else at one point during the the recitation. So uh, yeah, you got, and then he disappeared from the challenge entirely uh, later on when you get to like the, um, uh, the like scavenger hunt portion and the whatnot. So yeah, you found somebody who did, I don't know if he did, explicitly worse than you in the challenge but at least was more noticeably unhelpful <laughs> yeah that, yeah it sucked because it was one of the people i considered i think i don't know if i consider them an ally yeah probably an ally mm -hmm. someone i could work with in the future so it was tough yeah me emphasis emphasis on that buffer <laughs> uh it ends up taking your tribe uh two hours and 11 minutes uh with including penalty time to euphoria's one hour and 43 minutes which includes penalty time so they win another immunity uh i don't know was it super straightforward that the vote was going to be on brendan was there any attempt to avoid that outcome for you um i don't i couldn't i couldn't tell you i think even what happened there was no way i could throw out someone's name who wasn't brendan without that immediately falling back on me considering i was also someone who didn't do that well i don't think i'm i don't think i pushed anything i don't think i hope i wasn't that dumb to push something mm -hmm. i don't think i did i don't think it was that straightforward yeah i think it was pretty straightforward sorry that it was brendan mm -hmm. and it was just going to be brendan i think i think he accepted it pretty early on as well um fine you might uh, feel free to contradict me <laughs> no i i think it was uh I know, uh, you know, you had people preaching, you know, tribe strong, challenge strength, yada, yada, yada. And uh, <laughs> when you did what you did, uh, I know Bramble's reaction was, oh, I have to, I can't, if I'm saying it, 
and you're the one making the mistake, like I can't just ignore that, right? Um, I can't all of a sudden have a different strategy and plan. That's not cool. And uh, they were very pleased <laughs> when Brendan <laughs> made his mistake so that they didn't have to target you. Yeah, is... I'm looking back at my confessionals here. This is the cycle where they were having their private talk and I just joined them. <laughs> yeah. So, hmm. I think at the, I was trying to force myself in here with Wax there, but I kind of screwed myself over by throwing that stray vote on him hmm. earlier on. Uh, I see you mentioned here that um, how it, it re referencing the uh, uh, I'm hoping that all these mistakes will cover the fact that I literally made a start without strategizing. And then you said, because you said, because yeah, you can pin that on me. That's valid. But like, then we got a strategy and it's still not working. That's not my fault. It's literally counting how much fucking strategy can you have for it. Who said that? You said that. When did I say that? Uh, your confessional on October 9th around 11 p.m. I think I guess it was still during the challenge. <laughs> I was complaining during the challenge. That is so me. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I was mocking. Yeah. I mean, that's true, though. I, I agree with what I said. <laughs> no, that's fair. It's it's counting, right? First graders do it. <laughs> exactly. I think if I, I think considering my performance in the challenge, aside from me messing up the beginning. We should, you know, need the tribes to get their priorities set straight. <laughs> um, we made it happen. Yeah. Not really. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it becomes, unfortunate. Uh, you know, unfortunately for you, it becomes a thing about where the target lands on Brendan, somebody you wanted to work with, have in case you needed them, etc. And, uh, yeah, not much you could do about it. Uh, I forgot Brendan... Jimmy was still in the game at this point. Oh, no, he wasn't. No, no, yeah, Jimmy was still in the game at this point. Yeah, Brendan and, and Court both vote for Jimmy. Um, I don't know. That second Jimmy vote from Court, what do you make of that? I mean, I think he kind of just fucks her over. I mean, it wasn't like she wasn't in the loop of like, okay, guys, we all sold up challenge performance. You don't, we don't have to tell you to vote to understand where this vote's going. I think it was more of a statement on Court's part on how they want to play the game, which is ideally how I'd want to play the game too. You play with these social bonds you've made. Mm -hmm. But you can just tell like, any, like, not even, it, it doesn't take, you know, a genius to understand that that's not going to be the vibe for this cast. So Court kind of shot herself in the foot here. Good for me though, since it just puts Court further down below me as someone who they need to take out if they're going to play this game the way they want to. I'm being. Court, Cat, and Waxler. Yeah. And it puts me in this position where I'm like, hey, dude, I feel like I'm right there with you. I feel like we're just being dragged along at this point. It's <laughs> it, it doesn't look good for us. You got to just hope you can win these challenges because I'm not really sure what we can do at this point. Right. I felt like Jimmy was someone who was in the who was, I think, competing for the same spot I was trying to be in. I think, I think uh, obviously, I win that, win that spot over. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think he also had irl stuff kind of getting his way with work and uh like he get he think he started a new job partway like at this point part of the season um okay so that brings us to the next challenge which was go-karts 
which you, uh, I believe, even like mentioned in your <laughs> confessional before we announced it, that, that uh, you were really feeling like some go-karts. Yeah, I love go-karts. Me and my dad, we used to go uh, go-karting in my old neighborhood. That's oh, cool. a distinct memory I have. Nice. That's neat. When was the last time you went go-karting? Oh, not for years. There's like no go-karting places where I live now. Um, yes. Maybe I... not years. I think we went before the pandemic. My dad brought me to the same place we went to where we used to live because we were in the area. Mm -hmm. That was fun. That's the last time, probably. Damn. Well, uh, our version puts you on a big old spreadsheet and uh, asked you to do half a lap of the go-kart track um, and so on. Uh, first spreadsheet challenge of the season uh with and probably like the first challenge of the season where like the rules i think took an ex exponential jump in like complexity um so yeah this was going to be an individual challenge not a team challenge both tribes were going to have to vote somebody out one way or the other and somebody on each tribe would have individual immunity uh yeah I guess, like, was what was your approach to this? Did you want to win? Were you going for the advantage spots? And, yeah, how how are you... Do you yeah, understand just, what you wanted to do? I remember wanting to uh, get those advantage spots because at that point, I wasn't going to win immunity. It would have been nice to win immunity, but I thought advantage spots would be much more useful in context of the game. It gives me value mm -hmm. or something to use against a trio if I needed to. I don't think they were those advantage spots were all that useful though. I think I remember like distinctly regretting going for them because I didn't hold that much value. Well, they probably did hold a lot of value, but I I didn't know what to make of it. Uh, yeah, there were three spots. You got to the first two of them. Um, if I can, remember. I think one of them was how many people were left at the merge, and I'm trying to remember what the other thing was. Uh, I might have pinned it even. Yes. Okay. So the second thing was a clue that said you may find a new way to communicate with the right foundation, uh, which initially you were like, "Well, this is dumb. I knew this already." <laughs> um, but I do think it ends up leading you to the neural link that you find. Um, not like I think the next day? Question mark or maybe two days after? Yeah, two day. Yeah, two days later, you found uh, your neural link. So, I don't know. Maybe the the third clue, which Waxler was the only person to get it on either side, led him to the uh, Peregrine goggles that he found, which allowed you to read a DM channel or sub-channel for an hour that you aren't in. Um, yeah. Add <clears throat> my take on those advantages. Not even, I don't know. From a strategy perspective, that's it's like what Tony with his little yeah, cuts. it's like a spy shack kind of. I think in the context with orgs, it could backfire. Uh, just with people being really personal in what we you would think is a private spot. Mm -hmm. That's like the only reason I wouldn't use it. Just could someone tell someone in conf something in confidence, and so but someone's watching, it could not be the best. Right. That's something I guess you have to take into account like there are spectators watching so it's a grain of salt there yeah i mean it there's such a wide range of like what you could see 
when you do something use an advantage like that um like bird bird had the counterpart of that advantage on euphoria and of when they use they it <laughs> uh when they ultimately use it they learn that uh choco beans is going to the grocery store right <laughs> and then they do that for over an hour and like otherwise no information um but yeah you're not really sure i think at least in bird's instance like they tried to um sort of galvanize the people they were going to talk to they were going to look at by like providing them with some information right beforehand so like okay i'm going to tell bramble cat this and then i'm going to spy on their dm with chaco beans in the hopes that they'll start talking to each other about the thing i just told them kind of idea yeah. um but yeah it's 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 a tricky tricky one to use well if at all um all right so you're going for the advantages um meanwhile it's it comes down to a race between choco beans and bramble cat for immunity bramble cat wins the race and is safe at this vote um she's like you know put on bramble did not need it <laughs> no not really but it's nice to have i guess um that's any stray votes from being cast against her <laughs> that's true and on the other side, uh, they didn't end up finishing the race because they started a little later and everybody was kind of tired and Bird was way ahead of everybody else. Um, so Bird ends up winning immunity for Euphoria. You're going to go vote before they are. And so, uh, yeah, what... Mm, do you remember how this vote ended up on Jimmy? Didn't... Did he not volunteer? He, he sort of did, yeah. Um, which i think was a huge relief i think because I, I think i was already borderline pushing jimmy over court anyway then he kind of because i don't know i don't i would not want to be in a world where it's the trio me and then jimmy that would be a horrible place to be i was like let's get rid of jimmy you know court, court can help in challenges maybe yeah and jimmy i think he must have like hey guys i'm super busy i think something like that happens mm -hmm. so no jimmy's allies were the people in that trio so those people in the trio would probably want to keep Jimmy as well. Yeah, I think I remember Waxler was kind of close to Jimmy. Um, didn't want to vote him out. Yeah, because like Waxler was close to Jimmy. Um, Chaco Beans was closer to Court, from what I remember. Uh, Bramble was close to you. And, uh, and then, you know, obviously they were all close with each other. So, but Jimmy... I, there, it didn't it didn't happen immediately i don't remember i think um so i don't know if there was much conversation before he kind of puts himself out there as the volunteer uh about whether or not you know jimmy was going to be the target or cord or yourself or whoever it was but um he does ultimately step up to be that person um you also end up with a couple of uh guests at tribal council in the form of darcy and spenjamin who got a got some tickets to watch the tribal council your very exciting thrilling entertaining tribal council it was a show i think i put on a good show for them <laughs> that as an opportunity to like show the rest of my tribe mates i was i'm with the tribe mm -hmm. it's like an excuse like if it does come down to me in court maybe just you know more reason to keep me around right 
I'm just looking at the trouble. I'm just looking at stuff I did. And I was just like, I, I can't believe, you know, we went, we went through all of this together and you, and euphoria did nothing. Uh, not euphoria. Yeah. It wasn't euphoria. Yep. Euphoria. Yeah. And this other tribe, you know, didn't do shit compared to us. <laughs> How is this fair? And I was like, trying to look tribe strong, I guess. I'm good at looking fake tribe strong. Just look for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At the end of it, uh, unanimous Jimmy vote. Jimmy votes for uh, court and Jimmy's gone in 14th place. Um, and then the day after that was Euphoria's tribal council. And you, we, we came to your camp channel like an hour, maybe two hours before hand and just were like hey uh we hit some tickets in the sub channels if you want them uh you can go spectate the other tribes tribal council and i believe it was you choco beans and waxler who got the three tickets on your side <laughs> i remember running for it i was like i need to see what happens <laughs> and you did you found it um good job good job uh you also i remember this now this is also around the time when you started playing Connect Four with the Viewers Lounge. I yeah, I, I remember that kind of. <laughs> um, yeah, good times, good times. <laughs> um, you found your neural link. You found the ticket uh, pretty much at the same time. Um, I think on accident. Yeah, I think that's right. You found. Yeah, because the knurling popped up at 7.02, and then you got the message for the ticket at 7.05, so like minutes with, the, with each other. Um, but yeah, uh, so you go to Tribal Council to see Euphoria vote somebody out. Uh, I don't know what you were expecting. I can't imagine it's what you ended up seeing, though. With the knurling? No, with the uh, being their Tribal Council. Oh, that was exciting. <laughs> Seeing so much beef go on, I was like, oh, this is this is fun. <laughs> I can't yeah. even... I was... I love Taylor now. Like, we, we've spoken, I've posted him. He's a great guy. Mm -hmm. I can't get over how he would copy and paste the messages from their DMs in the <laughs> chat. Well, I think with timestamps. I'm just like, oh, that's so... That's so meta. That's so boring. <laughs> Don't... That's so boring. Why would you do that? Yeah, he, he copy-pasted a lot of messages. Um... I had to shut down Tribal Council for a second just to give everybody a chance to breathe. Um, but clearly some some pretty big drama <laughs> going on between Darcy and Taylor and also Bird. Uh, we get into neural links that involve Bramble Cat. Um, there's just a, I mean, it's like a treasure trove of information in your and Waxler and Chaco Bean's position, it feels like. Yeah, I mean, I was obviously rooting for Darcy as I had that connection with her. Mm -hmm. it, it, it did suck to see someone like Taylor leave the game, someone who was obviously looking at their long-term game. Being, okay, yeah, you know what? Was it? Well, he was saying Bird and Darcy were a duo, right? Yes. It, being able to pin that and also say to the rest of your tribe, and the rest of the tribe not going for it, I felt, I, I think in hindsight, I kind of sympathized with him. Damn, me and Taylor would have done really well if we were on the same tribe together. If yeah. like certain people, if we were together, it could have been so good. Oh man, the two of you at the merge together would have been fascinating. I I agree, because um, I think 
I don't know. You you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you were just kind of missing another person uh, who was going to, I don't know if be receptive is the right way to put it, but like just, I don't know, feed off of your energy kind of. I never got that partner in crime. I never got the situation where I could initiate something or right. that needed to be. Like, I couldn't push someone into that. And I never had that person in the first place anyways. Yeah. I never really give them the opportunity. Too many, too many tribe strong people on, uh, on Mirth, unfortunately. Yeah, but they were great. <laughs> I'll play with them again. Good. Uh, so yeah, it comes out five to three. Taylor is voted out in thirteenth place. Um, you do have your Neuralink. Uh, you end up setting. You, you know, you waited until after the vote to set it, set it up with somebody who survives the vote. Um, which ends up being Darcy. Uh, and here, <laughs> the start of this DM channel is, you know, the same vibes as your challenge channel that you shared with her. Um, Can where, I find it? Uh, which I think is fantastic. Because um, I think she was, like, driving or busy or something. Um, but, like, the third message you send is, is if you don't <laughs> respond in the next 10 minutes, I'm leaving. <laughs> 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 I wanted uh, to see what she, how she'd respond. So good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been nice knowing you. You're being voted out. You said. <laughs> is this at the merge? Oh no, this was. This is uh. F I'm not even on her tribe. How? Well, how was yeah. I saying this? <laughs> exactly. That's what makes it so good. Yeah, that was a good dynamic. <laughs> it was great because she wasn't like, I don't know. I don't. It never felt like she was in on the joke. But like, she react responded to the joke so well. Um, so yeah, uh, you've got a con connection with Darcy. Uh, now you have your neural link, your, you know, cross tribe DM channel. Um, final twelve, last challenge before the merge. Uh, it is the swinging ship challenge, uh, where we kind of had you count competitively against your opponent. Uh, so there'd be one matchup of 1v1 and two matchups of 2v2 and if your tribe won two of those three matchups you won immunity uh, you were paired up with Court to count against Bird and Maddie and that matchup never happened because your tribe mates won their two matches so it was oh, nice. unnecessary I was going to say like, I don't remember this challenge at all <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah you avoid going to tribal council right before the merge and presumably going down four to seven and i think from what i'm understanding if you had gone to tribal council here the vote would have been court probably, probably. I, I can say that with pretty good certainty yeah unless i did something stupid but i, I hope not <laughs> that's yeah that's what i gathered from from bram and chaco who i've talked to uh instead it's Euphoria going to tribal council. They're voting out. Uh, they ultimately end up voting out nay unanimously. Um, in the meantime, though, this is when you choose to set up your neural link with Darcy. And yeah. uh, I know you'd been waiting to see who'd been voted out last time, so you didn't set it up with the wrong person. Um, why Darcy? 
Uh, I think I was just spending all my eggs in one basket, to be honest. Uh, I didn't know if I wanted to <laughs> risk opening with someone else and just letting that all go crazy. <laughs> and I think there was something about other people having their own Neuralink's open with other people. Uh, I couldn't tell you. So I might have just been like, okay, I already knew Darcy. It's not going to It's not gonna, no, turn wrong for me. <laughs> uh, you kind of surprised her when you opened up the channel. And in that, I think she just wasn't around at that moment. <laughs> and because you well, like the second message or third message you send is if you don't respond in the next 10 minutes I'm leaving <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I left <laughs> no uh, you then told her I asked Ryan to close the link it's only a matter of time it's been nice knowing you you're being voted out <laughs> <laughs> too good awesome too good uh yeah so all your eggs in 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 darcy's basket essentially um was how, how much of this was kind of trying to set yourself up at the merge and like what kind of was the plan i suppose honestly i don't think i really had a plan for the merge going into the merge uh i mean i'm trying to think of whatever i had in my head uh i guess the thing i knew i was keeping court it'd be easy to just kind of Keep that. I wanted to keep us together for at least a first merge vote. Mm -hmm. Usually, when I go to a merge, I'm in the minority tribe. There's always someone from the minority getting picked off, <laughs> for the most part. And I knew if I could just keep that group of like was it five people together, mm -hmm. eventually I could drop back with Court because Court already thought like, oh my god, we're at the bottom. And there is like there is value to tribal gameplay. That being, a really good excuse to stick together. Like, hey guys, we're in the minority. If you don't stick together, we will get fucked. Uh, yeah, I think my plan was just do something to keep us five together, fall back with court, see where it goes on from there. And then obviously connections with the Euphoria tribe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Through Darcy. Right. Were you able to... Because, like, obviously Darcy, very close to Bird. Um, was that an avenue you thought you could take, maybe? Honestly, I don't think there was a single time, even at the merge round, where I considered even working with Bird in like a larger capacity and just like maybe vote together. Mm -hmm. Bird was not someone I was really keeping track of, which I think probably bit me in the ass. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, uh, we get, so Nays voted out. We get down to 11. We get to the merge officially. And so it's the five of you from Earth plus Bird, uh, Darcy, Jordan, Maddie, Benjamin and Steph who come over from Euphoria you ultimately settle on the merge tribe name Eumerthia and put on a red buff and get your first chance to really talk to a lot of these other players that aren't Darcy yeah uh, so who, who did you connect with who did you bond with who maybe didn't you really get get what get on with I think I connected Everyone aside from Darcy, I, I connected really well with Jordan. Like, mm -hmm. I think when I, connected, when I talked to Jordan, I talked to Maddie, I got their insight. I really felt like me, Jordan, and Maddie could be a thing uh, in the future, at least. Because mm -hmm. Jordan and I, we had like, a, good, like, a good synergy, or at least a good friendship. Maybe not the best, maybe not the most uh, wholesome friendship. Like, we would, I think, make fun of other castaways pretty often. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that was just, you know, banter. And felt closer to it because of it mm -hmm. yeah and i think jordan mentioned it multiple times that they were close to maddie so i tried i think 
probably a little bit harder with Maddie. Yeah, you and Jordan's uh, DM was popping, to so to speak. Uh, yeah, I, th- I thought I remember. I felt like you did a, you had a really strong like start to the merge as far as just the people you were able to connect with and um, the people who seemed to like really enjoy playing with you, talking to you, and that sort of thing, which makes this all the more disappointing um <laughs> so at the merge uh all the sub channels from the previous seat, uh, tribes were condensed down to a single channel we opened up an arcade where you could play ski ball and after a handful of times playing ski ball you could exchange tokens for one of the many plush prizes that were available and some of those came with advantages and some had information and others just were nothing and so it looks like you are the, you and Bird were the only ones who found something on the first day that this happened. Uh, Bird got a small advantage in the form of knowing a couple of votes before they were had uh, during tribal council, and you got the information on how to get into the laboratory. I had no idea what that meant. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think. It said, like, what, the sum of the high scores or something like that? Yeah, if you want to get through the door, you'll need to add up the high scores. Yeah, I didn't have, like, a functioning brain, so I did not understand what that meant. I think I told, like, multiple people what that exact do as well. Because uh, I'm pretty sure you told Waxler, um, if I remember correctly. Uh, but, yeah, it... I don't know. It's a little, it's a little, uh, bit of a blurry piece of information that you're not really necessarily sure how to use it yet until you do, basically. Dude, I was so certain that I would get like, I would pull out a prize and it'd be an idol. <laughs> I was, I was hoping so bad, like, you know, if I keep doing it enough, maybe I'll get like a huge super advantage, but not that'd be too easy. Mm. So that brings us to the first merge challenge. Uh, this was light cycles and kind of like a, a, a snake game where everybody's playing at the same time and if you run into another person or if you run into the the trail that they've left behind them you are eliminated and uh, with 11 people moving two spaces every turn it quickly kind of gets to fill up the board fast um, yeah I remember I was like in it to win this one and then i made like one bad move and i just died let's see you're the i so yeah you did a little bit of a spiral thing and then it looks like you run into steph yes you crashed into steph's trail and finished seventh here um yeah so like based on the pattern that you kind of left on the board you were mostly sticking to your own kind of confined space um some like obviously this is a fairly strategic challenge but there's also uh, a social component to like choosing to or choosing not to interact with other players or impede other players or whatever uh was that ever was that something you either were thinking about or even even looking at other people and seeing how they were maneuvering themselves i don't remember much of my strategy while i was still in it but i remember at some point i started helping steph out Mm-hmm. My thought process is if I can't win, 
might as well help the person who will impede my plans win. Gotcha. Because they stopped winning. I didn't think it was going to be that much like a, like if I can't win, I would rather not have my enemies win that. Yeah, I think. Stuff wasn't like a enemy, so. Yeah, because I think you even said in like the camp channel, like, oh, good job, Steph. It looks like you got, <laughs> you have more than enough space to like win, yada, yada, yada. Just follow the outside kind of thing, um, which was true. Um, she had a lot of empty space along the border and ultimately is able to outlast Chaco Beans, who finishes second, and Steph wins individual immunity. And yeah. like you said, I, in addition to, you know, this Steph winning not really being uh, impeding you necessarily, um, I also felt feel like it wasn't her winning wasn't something that was going to affect this first cycle vote one way or the other, um, other than by preventing somebody who could have won <laughs> that impacted it. Uh, so with Steph immune, you're down six, five in the numbers. You're connected to Jordan and Darcy and trying to make a connection with Maddie. What, how, how what, what does this vote look like from your perspective? I honestly, I was kind of blindsided at the at the first trouble council at this merge trouble council. Yeah, I, I I did not think it was going to be me. I did not think it was smart for everyone to vote me. Um, I remember there was a time. I think this is where it went downhill for me. I just never caught on. It was in a sub channel. I was with Choco Bean, and someone walked in on us. Yes, uh, Spenjamin. Yeah. Because that was your target. Was it? Sort I, of. I forgot about that. Yeah. So it. You end up so the Mirth five end up putting three votes on Spenjamin and two votes on Court to protect against an idol. Oh, I, I voted Court to make I, I don't think it was to protect against an idol. I voted uh, I voted Court to make Court even feel more on the bottom, I'm pretty sure. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Which was Yeah. Not not the smartest. Yeah, but I had no idea it was gonna be me, so that, that's my defense. I mean, I guess I guess it wouldn't have changed anything, um, but that's really funny. I don't think I knew that, <laughs> or if I did, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, this kind of comes out of nowhere, and I I know you've said I know you said that you felt this was a bad move for everybody in the game except perhaps Bird. Yeah. Yeah. No, I should have think like, that vote is what. I'm not gonna take all the credit, you know, getting voted out, but <laughs> <laughs> I do think that. Uh, did my headphones disconnect? Oh, no. Nope. I do think that that was the first stepping stone for Bird just like win the game. Interesting. I think taking me out. I think I elaborated more on my cons or in the jury chat, but yeah. just coming out of that I'm like, oh my god, Bird is crazy. <laughs> that was awesome. Like also just in terms of strategy i did not understand why people did this because i know i told i think i was straight up with jordan and Mar maddie like hey like we can make this work like us three down the line this will come in handy i figured at the very least if darcy didn't want to keep me around because i was fun to talk to at least you know help her take out bird at some point in the game because everyone knew bird was like you know a little bit up there socially right and you, you can't bring bird to the end like if you if you're planning to be if you plan if you have really similar game with one other person you have to vote him out at some point. And yet, <laughs> around you know to help get that person, and that was just not thought of. And there was also you know bird, big bird staff, uh, 
who else would it be? Who wasn't dressing that year, Jordan? Uh, okay, Benjamin, it makes sense why Benjamin would vote me. For Bird and Steph, I didn't even think about them. It's like, they didn't really include me in any of their future plans, which is fair because I didn't include them in any of mine. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they would vote me. It's Benjamin, I was voting. It's Benjamin, of course, Benjamin would vote me. Yeah. But yeah, I figured I had enough of Euphoria locked down for future plans to where I didn't think it would fight me. It get me voted off. Right. I know I came up with very sketchy, <laughs> but I didn't know planning for the future with the people I want to bring. It was considered sketchy. Maybe it should have been more straightforward, uh, especially with Maddie and Darcy. But yeah. Yeah, I uh, I know Bird had 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 those conversations of you being considered quote unquote sketchy, and. I, I think even in, in their confessional at the time, and, and certainly, you know, in two years later, in hindsight, wonders how much of that was people actually thinking you were sketchy, and how much of it was a reputation that you'd had prior to the game. And I don't actually know that answer. Um, Wait, prior to the game or prior to the merge? Prior to the game. Oh. Because, like, obviously... I know I I didn't even know you really that well at the time. I know you now, and I would say you can come across kind of sketchy as a player. Um, but I wouldn't really. I don't know that I would really say that. I'd, I'd have to go back and look at the DM messages to be clear. But other than like the Waxler vote, kind of sketchy. Um, I don't know how much like conversational. What's that? The whole court thing was just sketchy. Yeah, so like I can see reasons why people would say that. I don't know how many people actually knew about those things. Um, I know most of the people on Mirth suspected you as the person who cast that vote. I don't know. I don't think all of them knew. Um, <laughs> and I don't think it was until after you were voted out that court really knew how sketchy you'd been with her. Um to have told anybody so i'm not really sure like the timeline of all that kind of stuff but uh yeah i mean i've heard things about like the before game reputation i i don't know about if you'd want to go into that or not but yeah i wasn't expecting uh past past games to come into it i, I don't i don't i'm just for the sake of the season in my mind i'm just gonna say it didn't sure sure uh so i i guess um one of the thing, one of the actually for sure game related things I, I know about was I think part of the reasoning Bird had for voting you out um, was that they knew how close you had been getting with Jordan and Darcy and obviously kind of felt threatened by that in their own sort of standing in the game. And I think that's pretty valid because um, I, you, and I think I even said this to Bird, I think you surviving longer in the game would have been a really fascinating thing. I think it would have forced you and Bird to kind of come to blows at like final eight or nine, somewhere around there to yeah. kind of, and I, I think that would have been really exciting to watch. And you saw how it panned out for uh, Jordan and Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not so well. Um, I guess Maddie too, but it is what it is. Maddie made fifth. Can't really argue with that. Yeah. So you get to be the first member of the jury. Uh, kind of set the tone, set the 
vibe in Ponderosa. And as more people join you, Spenjamin um, first, and then um, Jordan and Darcy after that, what, I don't know, like, I, I don't know how familiar you are, you are with being on a jury, but, you know, what, what is your kind of perspective on the game from Ponderosa and how you're kind of watching things unfold? I think coming in, I, I was obviously resentful to most of the game because I'm like, you guys made not the best decision voting me off, but I can't be mad. Bird, that was, I think I was just really impressed by a Bird's game. The second I got voted down, like, I just pinned it to Bird. <laughs> I maybe could have pinned it to Steph as well, but I think Bird was popping out there. Um, I remember Spenjamin joining the jury, and I remember Spenjamin was so proud that they, <laughs> that they voted me out. <laughs> they were, um, they were happy, and then they was like, oh, I don't know why, I don't know why Euphoria did this. Like, I was with them, but hey, at least I voted you out. You know, <laughs> we really got you. And I'm like, Spenjamin, they did not, <laughs> they they saved you to get voted out for the next cycle. <laughs> I, I remember it's like, really squashing on his uh, on his perspective of the game right there. Mm. Maybe that's why I didn't vote for Bird at the end, but <laughs> yeah, I mean that was one of my favorite parts of Fondy. Uh, stepping on Jen's dreams. Um, Awful. <laughs> no, like I don't know. I I just wasn't having it. Yeah, no, then, sure. Who was who was at the spin? Uh, Jordan. Jordan. I think he just felt bad for Jordan. It's like, remember Jordan came in was like with a lot of emotion. So Bird did that to them. Yeah. Uh, I think on the jury, I usually have someone who I'm. Like more in time to vote. Like I'll be someone's supporter. I'll be someone like, hey, I'll be your cheerleader. Like if I think you deserve the win. I think that really came through when I was on Ponderosa. So even though I was there with Jordan, like supporting them, I think that's a friend. Mm-hmm. I was also like just saying things like, hey, you know, this is really a testament to Bird's game, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, hey, Bird, Bird did this pretty well. <laughs> what did you say? Like while they're crying, but uh, yeah, I remember doing that a lot to Jordan and Darcy. And then, even towards the end, like when people were considering Waxter someone to win, I wouldn't have hated if Waxter won. I don't know how it came off in Pondy. Probably it did come off like that. But I think it came down to like a Bird versus Waxter situation if they both made FTC. And honestly, I think the jury was leaning like Waxter. Either to spite Bird or because they were just truly Waxter fans, like from Earth. Mm hmm. And I was trying my hardest. <laughs> I was trying my absolute hardest to just be like, Bird, Bird is not playing ass game. Please don't be bitter. <laughs> uh, mm. yeah, it kind of works. Not really, but... A lot uh, of arguments here and there. Yeah. it. I guess for you, and especially with some of the early people who joined the jury, like Jordan and Darcy, who and, and Bramble comes next, who had a close relationship with Bird and kind of get burned by them. And, you know, Jordan and and Bram eventually do vote for Bird to win, but Darcy doesn't. And some of the others who, I don't know, Chaco didn't really have a relationship with Bird. Um, Waxler and Maddie's relationship with Bird was a bit different from the others. How, as just in, in your your experience in in orgs and the way juries vote and stuff when you have somebody who 
plays a kind of ruthless game in the sense that they're happy or maybe not happy but willing and capable and able to vote out their close allies and how, how many how often do you see that rewarded and or lampooned or whatever at the at ftc if that person gets there i mean as an orcos and someone who's pit a bunch of these things usually the bitter juries went out mm-hmm. like if, if if you if you've burned someone that's on you that's jury management and that's what you just friend management you did not draw that line in the sand and you let yourself lose respect from your friends by voting them out that's why i think it's important when you go into one of these games is that with your friends you need to set a tone like hey this is a competitive game and over here to all play. So when the time does come to flipping your ally, they feel as if it was more of a game thing and not, oh my god, my friend just backstabbed me. Right. And Bird did not do that. <laughs> At all. <laughs> not really, no. I, I did not want that to be the reason they lost the game. But yeah, better juries usually do win out. Yeah. I, I mostly agree. <laughs> uh, the, they can be They can be rough. Um, so as we narrow ourselves down to this FTC of Bird and Court and Steph, uh, you know, you had said that you felt that the vibe in Ponderosa would have leaned toward Waxler instead of Bird, but when Waxler becomes the last member of the jury, how did that sort of shift or shake the way that you felt the jury was kind of viewing these finalists? I think getting Waxler out was the best thing Bird could have done, but I, they still managed, you know, fuck that up too. Uh, <laughs> it did spit the jury more because people who were voting who would have voted for Waxler, it was going to be a mix of people who did not want to vote for Bird and people who wanted to vote Waxler because they were Waxler. But voting Waxler out, you split the people who don't want to vote for Bird and you hit the people who want to vote for Waxler becoming free votes. Mm-hmm. So great thing for Bird. Yeah. Um, most train of thought but yeah i think some people would just did not would they just like cross bird off and it was between court and steph which is fine i think i, I give a lot of credit to bird i'm just gonna take us like a minute here to like acknowledge court's game i think in a big uh, in a really similar season maybe the jury doesn't pan out the way i wanted to court wins court is an amazing player court played an amazing game that season i think it doesn't get enough credit i know postseason they didn't get a lot of credit, a lot of credit as well to be on the bottom for that much of the game and come back is crazy. That was one, that was an awesome underdog game. Especially flipping with Euphoria, that was awesome. Uh, I think Bird's game was a bit cooler because it was so cutthroat, but I'll, I'll never I'll never fall an underdog game. Yeah, absolutely. I, I very much agree. Um, I, think, I think they both did a great job and uh, uh, contrast each other quite a lot um as players which made ftc as interesting as it was not to mention the the steph of it all <laughs> um, yeah, steph is there. yeah and uh so you know you mentioned you know the, the votes kind of getting split and a lot of people who maybe wanted to vote waxler now having their vote a little more up in the air um getting to ftc you being the first member of the jury you kind of let everybody off with questions and stuff um as a supporter of bird uh, 
and, and and kind of how we see this play out in most orgs from a juror who does support one of the finalists perhaps more than the others um you know <laughs> i i appreciated the that you weren't just throwing bird a softball question and you know you gave them a, a legitimate i mean you you held their feet to the fire and then gave them a question that wasn't easy to answer and but also gave them the space to kind of do what they needed to do to get the votes required to win if that makes sense yeah i think just put everything on blast yeah <laughs> i i agree i think you you really set a tone and uh did a good job with it yeah because i don't know if bird uh obviously you would know since you just had the podcast with you, <laughs> but i didn't know if bird had like the best idea of what was going on in jury so i went to open up their eyes like Hey, you know, just keep in mind for just the FTC that you're not here to win. You're here to win back your jury votes. <laughs> uh, like you, you were not the nicest bird in the coop. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I, I'm looking at the questions right now. I gave Steph like such a. It was so obvious that we're just not in contention at all. <laughs> Definitely not for you, no. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at the speech. I don't even think I read the speeches. <laughs> no. No, I mean, I don't remember these. <laughs> I react to a few of them. <laughs> of course. Speeches never really uh, wave my jury vote unless they say something really crazy, like they're out of pocket. It's I guess. So just like a, yeah. So I guess like what was what's what could have happened to make you vote for some for I guess court in this case instead of bird at FTC. That's a good question. Or maybe, maybe there wasn't. Bird just, absolutely tossed just like if bird just like kept instigating the jury after they would have to have to be voted the jury off <laughs> i think that would have been no I, I couldn't really justify that <laughs> so i probably vote court in that aspect because i was like you know i threw the ball i had to commit to it to vote bird get as many other people as i can to get the vote bird <laughs> i know um what bird had been bird's plan entering ftc was to uh I don't know, not, you know, not in, in, you know, instigate anything, but just to be, to own the fact that they made the ruthless moves that they did and voted out the allies that they had because it got them to where they were and they had outplayed everyone along the way. And I think by the time that they were responding to like Spenjamin, by the time like we got to Spenjamin start asking questions, um, which was only for Bird uh they quickly backpedaled and just wanted to try to uh kind of salvage whatever relationships slash friendships they could um from from the jury and felt like that was more important to them uh so yeah that's smart (laughs) yeah it's tough because i i do think that there's you know you want or at least when i think of you know, voting from the jury, I, you know, I want to vote for somebody who acknowledges how they played and, you know, had intentionality behind it, you know, but sometimes based on how you play, that might, you might need a little more compassion and, 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 uh, apology, apologetics to kind of balance that out. Yeah. Yeah. This is more like a me thing, but when, when I vote to win, 
when I vote someone, I vote someone to win. It kind of, uh, I'm also just like determining. I think the storyline for the season. Like when I look back for when you look at the at a past season, at least for me, I look at the winner, mm-hmm. and I look at the winner's game. And that is like when I see the winner's game, that is like the game that lasted the whole season. That is like the story of the season. You know, they won. They had side characters. They were they were things that happened through their game. That's the season. Right. And say someone like Steph won. I wouldn't have voted for Steph, but say Steph won. For me, like as a jury, as a juror, like what does that mean for me? I I had no part in Steph's game. That would make me feel irrelevant to the season. So when I vote Bird or Court, I would feel I would have voted either Bird or Court because I would have felt like I had a place in their story. Or just Steph, like I was just not there. There's nothing they could say to really get me in there. That's and that's true. what I do for most of my when I'm whenever I'm on the jury, like my last game. Uh, there's there was no way I was voting for the two other finalists. <laughs> but uh no, that makes sense. That kind of goes um, hand in hand with another kind of sentiment I've heard where, you know, you some people will vote for the person that like represents the season best or, you know, makes the most sense to them to have said like, oh, yeah, so-and-so was the winner of the season. And I think there's some parallels there as well. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to like, be competitive in a season like this. Like, obviously, UTR gameplay can represent a season. But that's also a downside of UTR gameplay is that people might not see you as the person you best represent the season because your whole strategy was to not be visible. Right, exactly. And that's a downside of OTT gameplay because if you're too visible, people will see you as the main character and want to vote you off. <laughs> Usually, yeah. Bird had plot armor. Yeah, absolutely. Bird had plot armor. So... As as we progress through FTC, um, I think things started out somewhat orderly, but there were moments where things kind of veered off. Um, and I would say I would even credit you with that a couple of times. Uh, I think you dropped like a meme halfway through about the FTC of the jury and bird fighting with Court and Steph just kind of sitting in the background, uh, which is great. It's good, good meme. Hey, uh, what's my, what's up, my number two, Jordan? Yep, I see that too. Uh, just, just you know, poking the bear every once in a while. Um, what did you feel as as somebody who was, you know, invested in in trying to get Bird to be the winner? Did you feel like that was happening, or was it still kind of very uncertain? Yeah, I think by the time the votes were read, I had no idea who was winning. I was kind of happy to see my vote was read last, but we're not last, but like the one before the tiebreaker, right? It was like it was three, three, two. Yeah. Yeah, so I was happy to see that. I was happy to see it was a tie. I was surprised to see Steph voted Bird. Obviously, I had no idea what the relationship in the game was, but <laughs> I honestly thought it would go to court if anything. Yeah. Um, Very that's cool. I did not expect. I I kind of expected Darcy not to vote Bird. I I was really thinking Darcy would vote Bird. I was surprised to see Bramblecat vote Bird and not Court, mm-hmm. but maybe I, I, I forget the reasoning. But I guess Bramble saw the light. <laughs> saw the light. Yes, you, you, Jordan, and Bram vote for Bird. Waxler and Maddie vote for Steph, and then Spenjamin, Darcy, and Chaco vote for Court, creating the three-three-two. It's so funny. If Waxer just did not want Bird to win, 
all I actually had to do was vote court. And that was that was so funny to me for the season. Like, you didn't vote Bird, but you you actually just made Bird win. So <laughs> good for you. Yeah, I I know he obviously didn't have uh, a ton of love for Bird in that moment. But I don't think he he definitely wasn't a super super fond of court either toward the end of the season. So it kind of did come down to hit to to Steph for him, I guess. Okay, but I didn't realize he also did not like uh, court game. Yeah, I think it was fine up to a point, but I think once she started to kind of uh, integrate herself with Darcy and Bird and that side. Um, kind of forced her into a couple of lies that rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Trouble game taking only bring you so far. Yep. But yeah, Bird gets the tiebreaker vote from Steph, becomes the winner, court runner-up, Steph second runner-up, and yeah, they did it. Got what you wanted. <laughs> um, we get some superlatives that you are involved in. Um, particularly uh, best DM channel, you and you and Trip. Oh, yeah. One for the ages, really. <laughs> it's true. Uh, may never be topped, to be honest. Um, uh, also, was in contention for favorite moment of the season, and uh, deserving so. Moment. Yeah, SMM and Trip. That was. Oh, oh. People said that was their favorite moment of the season, or some people did. There was no. <laughs> there was no outright winner in that category, but it definitely got mentioned a couple times. Um, and then uh, Bram wins favorite viewer favorite, and uh, we wrap, we put a tie a bow on the season. You get a, your first opportunity to interact with the viewers, and so I'm curious because you said in your statement. Um, in FTC that there had been a lot of toxic stuff surrounding the season and um, how did you how did you put it um, let me find it you said do, 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 do. I think everything surrounding the season has been oddly negative and toxic it's draining to see everyone feel so bad and hurt I'm a positive person I want people to feel good about themselves even if I was one of the people bringing down Waxler all through the jury phase I want all three of you to say something genuine about each other, et cetera. Um, so obviously that's true. <laughs> that had never been more true than Nexus Park uh, in, in a lot of different ways. And I think most of that toxicity and negativity wasn't aimed at you. So I'm curious from your standpoint, like how did you kind of interact with that if you did at all postseason or with the viewers or anything? I think most of the negativity for that I saw with my POV was like the jury coming in to Ponderosa, you know, getting hurt by Bird. Then yeah. we did have like a lot of debates in Ponderosa, which made things feel tense. Absolutely. A lot of fun moments too. I won't forget the, uh, you know, the furry squad. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You and you and Darcy just, just gold yeah. when the two of you are together. The squad. Uh, <laughs> And then, yeah, I heard things in like, postseason uh, that it was the, the, what's it called? The viewer lounge is toxic and negative towards you know, people in the game, which kind of hurt. Like, I obviously didn't know the full scope of it, but uh, usually when org lounges get toxic towards one player, it can never be, or at least a few players, 
it's never fun for to come out to see that. I'm always like a huge proponent, like say what you want in a spec lounge. Like if you say something in a game that does kind of warrant like a spectator to comment on it, like you have to watch what you say. Um, not as like a judge of character, but as like, hey, that's kind of weird, you know? Yeah, I don't think you should judge someone's character for something to say in the game. I don't know. I hope that that's clear. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think you should be able to comment on any part of the game because it's it's on view. When you apply for a season, you know it's going to be on view. So when you say something in the game and a spectator comments on it, that's fine. But what you shouldn't be commenting on is their personality. Like, how are you going to make assumptions about someone for something to say in the game? You don't know them. Yeah. Like, sure, they said it in the game, but like, that, that's not who they are. And you don't know. You don't suddenly just like they know their life story. Right. And when I was being told that the spectator just like this, I was like, oh, that's crazy. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, all, that's, I think that's what I remember for the most part. Yeah, I kind of, um, I've compared it a little bit to like, it's kind of like getting in a fight in like the middle of a mall. Like, you know, whether, you know, obviously that's something that people, there's people around you when it happens. There's, they see what you're doing. And if, you know, the, to think that they're not going to talk to each other or like think about what just happened is kind of ridiculous. Like, obviously they're going to think about it. People are listening, hear you, whatever. But I agree with what you're saying. Like, it's one thing to comment on what actually is said and what actually is happening. But when you add, when you extrapolate that to who a person is and things that go outside of the game and things like that, you know, I think it really pushes the boundaries of like what is okay. Yeah. And there's, there's definitely edge cases of that as well. Like, some comments are just not okay to say, and if you do say them, I will. <laughs> I will judge them. <laughs> like, sure. there was this game, uh, Survivor Gabon. Mm-hmm. There was this guy named Reed, and he said something along the... He, he was in a fight with one of the uh, with one of the girls on his tribe. And he said, you know, punching a woman is not against my morals. And, <laughs> you know, things like that. Like, what even... Even... So many things. <laughs> It was, it was a really tense fight. He got ejected, but <laughs> it's like one of those things. Like I don't even know what context that would ever even make sense to say. Like I don't understand <laughs> that at all. Um, yeah, that was a fun season. Very Gabon like. Because I I recently rewatched uh, the first season of Survivor, and I'd forgotten about this, but there's a moment where there's like two or three minutes of an episode devoted to uh, Jervis having told the women of his tribe that the only thing dumber than women on the, on the and on earth are cows and just like and you know oh, he's like on. he's like oh man like i shouldn't have said it like i feel really bad about it now and i'm like why would you say it? like what possibly convinced you that this was that that was a thing that should be said in any context i don't understand yeah no this is definitely the thing to say right now <laughs> Oh, man. I won't get put it off after this one. Yeah, right. Like this won't come back to bite me. Um, uh, I, yeah, it's 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 wild. People are wild. And... No, Sebi, I know it's hard as a host too, just like knowing where to step in. Uh, uh, obviously, stuff has happened in the stories too, where it's like deciding where that line is is tough. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think it's it's always you're always kind of adapting to it um stuff that 
didn't bother any because like, like i guess one of the things that I, I think about a lot now is that there's a lot of stuff I see that doesn't bother me and wouldn't bother me if it was said about me, but, and and maybe not doesn't even bother the person it's being said about, but could bother somebody if it was said about somebody else and may bother them because they said it about another person. And so even that, like trying to kind of figure out where that line is, it's always changing about each topic about each person about each season etc etc it's 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 really it's it's one of the my least favorite aspects of hosting for sure corralling no. the, the viewers i say a lot about it but i'm usually the spectator of the lounge who who casters will come out to me like why would you say this i'm like you that's <laughs> like you paid ass i'm sorry <laughs> no we i i really appreciate people I think that, you know, I, I've had somebody, like, people DM me like, oh, I'm so sorry. I like called somebody else out in, in the lounge or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, that's fine. Like, like, please, that we need, the accountability is great from each other. And I think having conversations about it is helpful and makes things better in, in the long run. For sure. In my yeah. last game I played, I was, um, I was a returnee and I got I got castaway, I got maroon, whatever. And everyone in the spec I was like, it's finally our turn <laughs> to comment on his game. <laughs> Nothing ended up happening. They kinda of clowned on me a few times, but that was pretty much it. <laughs> it's fun. That's good. I know some players like reading the hate they get in the spec chat. It makes them feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's definitely different for everyone like you said. Yeah. and, and I don't you know, because like I, I don't want to be the person who's like going into somebody's confession, like, "Hey, how comfortable are you with people talking about you in this way or in that way?" Because I don't want the players to have that to know about it. But maybe that, so maybe it might be something more. I don't know, like prior to preseason, like, "Hey, uh, are you sensitive about A, B, C, anything that you want us to?" police for you i don't know if that feels kind of weird but maybe it'd be helpful i'm not sure it makes kind of a privilege to even have like that connection with like the spectator lounge as a host like think about the actual show like yeah, right <laughs> anyone at home can comment on anything that's going on in the game they can make those assumptions they can make they can judge the characters on the screen yep. and no one's you know stopping them like no one we can't like, the hosts don't step in yeah so to even have that ability is already tough right yeah. We get to manage our chats to some extent. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we don't. I yeah. Don't have to worry about hundreds of thousands of people like just tweeting absolute garbage and nonsense. Live. Just probes and a tweet like, "Stop this!" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't talk about Karen in this way. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he could have that power, though. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, I don't know. Is there anything else from Nexus Park or otherwise you want to mention or say or bring up or plug? Plug? Uh, honestly, I can't think of anything. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> I obviously have the season higher up in my head like in respect, but I don't, know, I don't know what I would have that much time to talk about on the season. <laughs> it was a fun season. Like I remember it. It was uh, mostly my time on the jury which is different than most of my other experiences. Mm -hmm. 
when I obviously when I recommend the lions to other people, I talk about the area chats and the production quality. But when I actually played, it wasn't the. I mean, the production quality is great, but it wasn't the alliance chats or not the alliance chats, uh, the area chats or the uh, uh, product quality that kept me around. It was kind of like the jury. Like I just remember that fun I had on the jury is what keeps me you know, like stuck to alliance almost. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I loved keeping. I mean, I loved watching you interact with pretty much everybody during the season. (laughs) It was always fun, Um, and uh, getting. And I think, like, obviously, you did. I think you kind of thrived in the DMs, particularly with like Darcy and Jordan and Bird, uh, from what I recall. But then getting the opportunity to like be in a group setting, it's great. Loved that. Um, just... Well, I just didn't like love open forum discussions. Like people can't really hide in those in those aspects. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> Thinking of what else? Yeah, not much. No. I, well, yeah, I I've absolutely enjoyed talking to you about the whole thing. The whole thing. Um, it's 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 really fascinating because. I think you in this setting are very, very different from how I know you from interacting with you on Discord, which is nice to kind of get that uh, that contrast. I appreciate that a lot. Thank you. Yeah. You're pretty much the same in my head. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Brian, this, this omnipotent power. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. I uh, guess, do you have any questions you had lingering for me? If you hadn't asked them already. Um, I don't think so. Um, not really. I don't have anything noted down here. Uh, I guess here's a question that I, I kind of come up with off the cuff. Um, you and RDT uh, oh. are great, both of you. Um, I don't remember how it started that the two of you were like swapping n- display names all the time do you remember how that started honestly i think it was like started looking in the alliance chats like reading stuff up and rdt seemed like an easy target so i was just like <laughs> eating duck soup you know making these comments with rdt and then eventually it became a friendship we, we talk here and there yeah i remember you like putting you guys like kept photoshopping your profile pictures into each other with like the duck wearing Crocs, I think, was at one point. It was a curvy hat. I think it was a curvy hat. Sometime involved. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was a lot. <laughs> it's endlessly confusing, but still enjoyable. I think he's great. Best, best winner of Alliance. Sorry, bird. <laughs> yes, I, I do. I do enjoy RDT and his chaos and vibe. It's good. Uh, no, I think that's that's everything. Um, I hey, one, last thing. one last thing. Yeah. For the next pirate season, you know who you got to bring back? You. This guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's there on the uh, the All Star season because you know I deserve to be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I've told people, the next returning season we do will be by invitation, like or by by application rather oh, cool. so if if it's a theme you find in compelling you're more than welcome to 
throw your hat into the ring and uh if it doesn't appear to be about pirates on the surface you can ask me if there might be pirate related things in the season if that helps make your decision for you yeah keep that in mind <laughs> <laughs> love me some pirates yes so oh, this is an awesome time Ryan. yeah no i enjoy this um and i'm sure i will see you around for sure absolutely all right have a good day you too ryan Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting alliancesseasons.com. Our 13th season, Sky Cruiser, is now casting. Come join us in the HQ during the off-season for games and trivia and other fun stuff. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be to say adieu. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever.